Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 666, recorded live for New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who just came in from the cold, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who was out in his garage earlier, Andy Lowe. Hi. You do know today's the 30th, right? I know, yes, but this I feel like it's poetic if I'm posting this for New Year's Eve. Oh, I, I see. I missed the four. Yes. Normally it's on. Yes. <clears throat> right, normally it's recorded on, on such and such a date. Yeah, yeah. But this is recorded live for... What time are you going to post it? Like, is it going to go up at, like, 11.59? No, that would just be dumb. <laughs> be like, this is the last thing on New Year's on, on twenty twenty. Oh, oh, Andy, I am cranky. I am sore. I have a cough. I am winded. This feels like a really good summary of twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh. All our snow is now just slush outside right now. All our snow is snow. And it is deep. We got (laughs) six-ish inches yesterday. I went out last night at like nine o'clock-ish and shoveled the driveway during the storm. And by the time I got to the bottom of the driveway, there was a quarter inch of snow at the top. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Oh, how much snow did you get that is now slush? Only only like an inch, inch and a half. I am so jealous. <clears throat> Andy, I'm so tired. What happened this year? How did it get so bad? I, um... That is an excellent question. Because, you know, I'm looking at, you know, our first episode of the year, which was episode 620. And, you know... Oh, we were so excited back then. Yeah. I mean, for goodness sakes... CES was, you know, had just happened, was in person. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah. Were we even talking, we must have talked a little bit about the pandemic and coronavirus and COVID. Because it existed, right, in, in January. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking for a topic about it. Oh, we wouldn't have added a topic. What would the topic have been? Like new disease? Like, that's not a thing for this podcast. But it probably was in our preamble. China builds hospital in 10 days. We talked about that in January. I remember that. Yeah. Construction I was just talking bro- about that, actually. Yeah. Laura was asking me, like, what steps did China take? 
how did they contain it? And I'm like, well, in ways that we can't. Yep. <clears throat> Not the least of which was building a, what was it, like a 500-bed hospital? Uh, the, the emergency medical facility made up of two floors, 30 ICUs, and can hold up to 1,000 patients. Holy shit. And they built it in a week and a half. <clears throat> yep. Because everything was prefab, right? It was just yes. like loaded onto a crane, put it in spot, weld it there, and then Bob's your uncle. Yeah, pretty much. Connect the electronics, connect the piping, and you're good. <sighs> oh, yeah, there was an Uncharted movie. Did that actually come out this year? No. Is it delayed till 2021? I do believe so. Because that's Tom that's Holland, that- right? I don't know. Yeah, release date July 16th, 2021. <clears throat> Cast Tom Holland. With Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg and Antonio Banderas. And Brian Cranston. Really? That's what it says. Huh. <clears throat> I wonder what he's playing. I'm watching a show, two shows that he is in. Because I'm watching um, Breaking Bad for the first time. And I'm watching Malcolm in the Middle. He plays a central role in both shows. Evidently, I've moved on to him uh, pivoting off of Giancarlo Esposito. (laughs) Who was in, like, three shows that I was watching. (laughs) And yes, I know that Giancarlo Esposito is in Breaking Bad. That's the link. That's how I moved from one to the other. So this is this is your new version of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Is pick an actor and then watch a bunch of shows that they're in, and then you have to connect that actor through another show to another actor to watch a bunch of shows that they're in. <laughs> I, I only watch shows with actors I've seen in other shows. <clears throat> that sounds like an interesting challenge for a new year, Andy. <laughs> So what I need you to do is nope. pick a nope. show. Nope. <laughs> and from that point on, and you have to watch the series, but from that point on, you can only watch shows that have the same people who have a named role. <clears throat> yeah? Um, <clears throat> I could probably, I, well, let's see. Okay, so I need to finish Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Okay. I mean, that that right there opens you to a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? There's some very well-known people who had lead roles in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not the least of which, Ming-Na Wen means... Is in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes, yeah. that's, that could be my pivot point right there, right off the bat. <laughs> and then, you know... Granted, she's only in, like, four episodes of it. She's got a name. <clears throat> she is a named character. <clears throat> Sorry about the coughing. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so you could, you could pivot to Mandalorian. Now, the quest, my question, as we're building the rules for this arbitrarily, do you, can you only do it one show at a time, or can you go back? So after you finish Mandalorian, you're like, yeah, you know what, there was nothing really there. Uh, I'll go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and pick a different actor. 
Or do you have to Kevin Bacon it? Do you have to just keep going one after the other after the other? Um, Well, I don't know, because then you might get stuck down a really weird rabbit hole. Yeah. And... Okay, so Mandalorian, I mean... (laughs) You you do know the spoiler of the last episode of Mandalorian, right? Unfortunately, yes, because the internet sucks. Yeah, well, because it's all over the internet. Okay, so let's, spoiler warning, cut out the next, like, five minutes of the episode if you want to not be spoiled and somehow have missed the spoiler. I don't know, like, kudos to you if you did. I don't know how. I don't know how you missed that spoiler. Um, but you can pivot from Mandalorian to like Batman. Yeah. <clears throat> and that opens up a ton of things for you. Yep. Batman could go to, God, yeah, all the people in there. Right. Was Patrick Stewart ever in there? I don't think so. Cause I would know that means he would have been in the same universe is Mark Hamill. Um, I wonder what the shortest path to Patrick Stewart is. Actually, no, you know what? You know who the Kevin Bacon of television is? It's not Patrick Stewart. It's Pat Warburton. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I want to know the shortest path to Patrick Warburton from any given show. He must have appeared in at least one episode with a named role. And must be addressed by one of the main characters. These are my rules now. <clears throat> Go get on that for me, Andy, will you? Yeah, no, I'll get right on it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> well, there goes the plow again. Yeah. Does your plow leave a huge amount of snow at the bottom of your driveway? Um... Yes-ish. Okay. Define-ish. Well, it, there's there's snow at the end of the driveway, but we've got the outbacks, so... Okay. So you just go right over it. I, we just go right over it. Okay. I've, I've, gotten, it, I've gotten stuck once because I tried to... in the road or in your driveway? What do you mean? The snow that you get plow... Like, when the plow comes by... Yes. And you're like, okay, there's a pile of snow at the end of the driveway. I go over it in the outback. Is it in the driveway itself? Or yes, is it still because like there's a curb the- on our section of the road. Okay. So that snowplow is like right up on mm. the curb. Okay, so he pushes it up and it falls onto your driveway. Yes. How deep? I don't know. You want me to go out there with a freaking yardstick? I mean, estimate. Hand deep, elbow deep. Well, are we talking? Well, it becomes a mound, so it, it's it's from the tallest point of the mound. I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go out and look. Okay, fine. Don't are you worry trying to it. be woe is me? Look at all this. Yes, snow? I am because my back really hurts. I am sitting here. I just took four ibuprofen. I have a hot pad. 
I'm reclining in my chair, and I am in pain. <laughs> and I want to know that either other people are suffering, or that I have a special suffering. Because I actually watched the plow this time. I watched what he did, and I watched why there's always so much snow at the bottom of my driveway. Because, like, my neighbors, maybe, like, an inch, two inches, like, there's snow there, but it's, you can just, like, push the shovel through it, and it's gone. And what happened, I live on a cul-de-sac, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened is he comes in on one side and plows it out. He backs up. He comes in again and comes around and he pushes the snow up onto the side. And then he comes out and then he comes in again and he scrapes along the outside of the whole circle. And the problem is the, the pile of snow from the circle has to go somewhere. Yes. And so he pushes it up between my house and my neighbor's house to the left of my house when you are staring out the door. And so when he's coming around in this final circle, the plow hits this giant pile of snow that is all of the snow from the circle. And it carries it along with it across my driveway. I sent you a picture yeah, no, shovel. I see I see the picture. Yeah. I I don't want to be a Karen. I don't want to be a Karen, but god damn it, I want someone to f- stop this. I want someone to fix this and not have it happen anymore. Do you know how easy it would be for this to not happen? It would take an additional 15 seconds for him to stop, back up and start again. That's what it would take. I've got one word for you, Dave. Snowplow? Snowblower? Technically, that's two words. I was going to say Toro. Toro? Yes, they they make snowblowers. Ah, yes, they do. I thought about getting one. Um, I went with the Snowjo again. Fun fact, do you remember we we did a random review about the Snow Joe? The snow thrower? Yeah. The cord broke on mine. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no, but oh. The cord snapped right at the exit port of the control panel. Sheared right through it. I tried taking off the panel so that I could, you know, like maybe solder in a new wire or splice in a new wire. Like, I know the basics of wiring and electronics. I could probably... Nope. They use special screws. There are two Phillips head screws, which are fine and easy to get out. And then there's three Starburst screws. Now, I have a Starburst screwdriver. But. But. These are Starburst screws with a pin in the middle of it. Oh, you can pick those up at uh, Harbor Freight. Well, that's cool. Harbor Freight is not here. It's well, miles away from here. Yeah. But you can get you can grab security bits. 
from them, I do believe. Cool. I ordered a new one. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. I'm just not dealing with it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe I'll... I, I always have this idea of like, you know, like there's a really powerful motor in there. Like a, there's a powerful DC motor. I could pull that off and like use it for something. But then something always turns into like, well, what? What would I pull off a DC motor for? I don't know. I don't know. I could make a rock tumbler. I keep telling you, though, you know, we, we discussed this on the show, I think, last year, where we talked about electric versus gas snowblowers. Yes. And I do believe we looked it up and everybody said electric just does not have. Oh, it doesn't have the power. No, yeah. not at all. Gas is way stronger. You know what else gas is? There are many things gas is. Two to three times the price. Oh, yeah. And impactful for the environment. Yes. And, and you have to maintain an internal combustion engine. Yes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. God, some of these ones here are just nuts. <laughs> 28 inches wide, has tracks instead of wheels, and it has what? heated heated handles. What? Power steering, too. How much? Uh, hold on. I have to add it to my cart to see the price. The price is? $1,200. $1,300. Hey, not bad. No, not bad. Yeah. Ah, <clears throat> uh, It's funny looking back here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, MWC canceled on episode 625. All right, we're going through the year. Yeah. That's when things started shutting down. Yeah. Episode 625. Oh, that's when we made our bet for the PlayStation 5. Yep. Which I still owe you dinner for. Yes. It looks like, I'm looking at the Samsung Although, event here. It was the Samsung, <laughs> I, a Samsung event. It looks like that was people were there in person. Uh, I don't know. I. You know what? I wonder if we go to to eBay and search for PS5. I think I won the bet, Andy. Because <laughs> you, because <laughs> the only way to buy a PlayStation Five is with the like secondary auctions, and they're going for a thousand dollars. Is that sold or no? Because I could put a, I could put one up there for a dollar on eBay. <laughs> PlayStation 5 Disc Edition, $1,500, 19 sold. Jeez. PlayStation 5 console, disc version, free overnight, $1,900, 43 sold. People are dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm... Hans would come in and say, well, the market is deciding the price. And, well, Sony, you know, should have put it at a higher price. And I have issues with economists who say the market should determine the price. Well, it's not a it's not a necessity. Right. It's a luxury. 
it is a luxury. So, you know, maybe luxury goods. People (laughs) who buy it from the company to resell it for a higher value because that's what the market supports, I feel like are actually a drain on the market. I'm sure I will get a talking to about this, and I won't remember saying this or what my stance was. (laughs) So, Aaron, if you listen to this, and if you are going to come back at me with explanations, please give me a, hey, Dave, here's what you said, before you give me a, and here's why you're wrong. So, oh yeah, by the way, we should congratulate Hans. Have we congratulated him yet or no? I don't think so. He got tenure, right? Yeah, he got tenured. Yay! I know a tenured professor. (laughs) Yay! Good job, Aaron. Congratulations. Um, That's a good thing that happened in 2020, right? uh Like, there were some good things in the year. You had a kid. Yes, yes, I did have a kid. (laughs) There's, There's good things that came out of 2020. Oh my, Andy. Oh my. <clears throat> anyway, I lost the bet. <clears throat> oh man, you remember HQ Trivia? <laughs> oh. Yes. But I haven't played that in like two years. Yeah. It did shut down this year though. Yes, yes it did. Although what picked up this year, despite being as old as HQ Trivia was Among Us, right? Like the surprise smash of 2020. I say this having a uh, scheduled Among Us game tonight with my coworkers. With your coworkers? Yep. Well, that should be fun. Yeah, we do it. We try to do it every week. We've missed the last three weeks because the holidays. I have a impressive winning streak as the imposter. I I don't even know if I could get any of my coworkers to even know what that is. <laughs> what about your old boss? He's got to know what it is. I'll have to ask him. Come on, the guy plays. Yeah, yeah, no, he he life. probably knows what it is. He knows there's, what it is. There's probably people at corporate who do, but. But the sales folk no. in your building. Yeah. Not not so much? No. <clears throat> That's a shame. That's a shame. It's a lot of fun to play in a group of people that you know. Oh, okay. What else? What happened in twenty where are we? We're in like March now? Sure. I'm oh I'm February. Ah, oh, the start of the T Mobile sprint. The action, the merger. That yep. you know what I have to say. Kudos to T-Mobile and Sprint. That was the like smoothest merger I think I've ever seen between two telecoms. Which is to say, I didn't notice when they merged. I, as a Sprint customer, now T-Mobile, like the the first thing I noticed was when. I called Sprint support and it said, like, thank you for calling Sprint. Now part of T-Mobile. <clears throat> yeah, I'm still waiting for them to start 
going with the um the the new uh reorganizing of the spectrum but yep we'll see oh the pictures of the motor show oh yeah what happened i think it was the geneva motor show i'll have to look um they were basically in the process of setting everything up and then they canceled yeah switzerland i think like band gatherings of a thousand people or more back in february so everything was in the process of get you know getting built and put together and then it get you know it got hit and canceled and so <laughs> there's just you know like supercars and half built stages and everything just <laughs> in this and, big convention center yeah. and nothing oh man that's So sad. So sad. Yep. Uh. <clears throat> Man, it's just... SETI at home shutting down? Wow, that's a double whammy now. Oh, yeah, because Arecibo's down now, yeah, too. Yeah, we didn't think of... I mean, we had no idea, right? But yeah, with Arecibo down and SETI at home down, like, that's... That's a pretty big hit to the the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. <clears throat> and yeah, no, I'm in March canceled. Canceled. Everything started shutting down. Yeah. March is really when it it hit, right? Like it, there were cases in the US and everything closed. Very quickly. When did we have... I remember we went to the one... I went to the I went to the media conference. If I can spell, that'd be helpful. When was that? Great Lakes Media Show. March 4th, 2020. I went to that conference. That conference was in person, but talking to, you know, some of the manufacturers and salespeople who were there, that was literally their last in-person conference for the year. Jeez. Packs closed. GDC closed. I still need to see if I... stayed open. <laughs> oh, that? I remember that. Remember GameStop claiming that it was essential? Yeah. We're an essential business. Bullshit you are. We just got done saying PS5s are a luxury item. In no way, shape, or form is GameStop an essential business. It's essential in the same way that friggin' Blockbuster is essential. Talk about a wild ride, though. Have you seen... I know I, I kind of come back to this from time to time, but have you taken a look at GameStop's stock lately? Well, they... Hey, as I pointed out, I think in previous episodes, the amount of money spent on video games this year has just been crazy. Yep. 
Do you remember what the stock was like at the beginning of the year? It was not good. It was not good. You want to guess what the stock is now? Here, I'll give you a hint. At the beginning of the year, January, the stock was about $4. It was wavering. Actually, sorry, at the very beginning of the year, it was like 6 bucks, and then it dropped down to about 350 or 4 bucks. The uh, 52-week low was 257 Yeah, but that was March when everything shut down, when the yeah. economy literally shut down. April, April 3rd-ish, somewhere in there. Now, if you had done something terribly stupid and invested heavily at that low point when it was like 280, 270, um, you would have made 10 times your investment. Mm-hmm. You would have had a 1,000% return. The stock is currently hovering around 20 bucks. That's nuts. Why? Well, what do people do when, you know... Buy from Steam and Microsoft and Sony directly. Who the hell goes to GameStop? Andy, what's the last time you stepped foot into a GameStop? The last time I stepped foot into a GameStop... It was July, I think July last year, 2019. And what did you go for? uh, Well, um, we needed to pick up some prescriptions from Target, and I had Isaac with me, because he was home for some odd reason. And rather than wander around Target, waiting until my prescription was ready... Um, I wandered down to the, uh, the GameStop down the, down the, the, the road in the strip mall. Hmm. That way Isaac could look at all the, you know, the pretty colors and words and shapes on all the, uh, video game covers. Yeah. On all the video game covers. <sighs> so yeah, so July last year. <laughs> <laughs> went, yeah. I went to show him all the pretty pictures. Yeah, not to actually buy anything. No, I think I bought Watch Dogs because it was like Gee. five bucks. Have you played it yet? No. <laughs> I think I've got, I think right now, I think at the moment right now on the 360, I've got the original Assassin's Creed disc in there. Wow. I told you the Two Truths and a Lie game that I do after a break sometime. Yes. One of the the other truths, which may be on the same group as the, like, has run a podcast for 10 years, um, is that I have over 200 games in my Steam video game library that are unplayed. I don't doubt it. Yep. You can tell all the gamers in the class because they're like, <coughs> it's definitely not B. B is true. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I've been called out. (coughs) 
Now, here's the other question is, when was the last time you stepped in a Best Buy? Sometime last year. Really? Yeah. Uh, possibly when I bought the freezer? Maybe it was after that. Was it when I bought the freezer, or was it... So sometime in 2019, because... Fuck 2020. Uh, but yes, I have been in a Best Buy relatively recently. Best Buy has some good appliances. Oh yeah, no, we were looking at Best Buy for our uh, our double oven here, <clears throat> but Menards had the eleven percent rebate. Ooh, god damn, Andy, what happened to us? <laughs> when we started this podcast, did you ever think we'd be like, yeah, no, this is X Store X had an eleven percent rebate? I think I aged more this year than I've aged in the last five. <clears throat> What's really kind of ridiculous is, um, so somebody <laughs> on the coronavirus subreddit for Michigan. Yes. Um, has, been, oh, I'm in the incognito mode. That's why I didn't sign in. There is a Michigan coronavirus subreddit. Yes. Okay. Um, and they've been keeping, cause Michigan announces basically daily cases and deaths and everything else like that. And it's, it's a bit surprising to look <clears throat> at where we are now with cases mm-hmm. versus like, you know, how bad we thought it was back in April. It's really bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't need to go look to know. It's bad. Yep. I, I just seen, I've seen general numbers. I know it's bad. I have a friend. I have a friend, Andy. They do contactless curbside pickup for their groceries. They have not had anyone in their house other than them since October. They have not been anywhere with anyone else since October. The kids are home. They are not going to daycare. The daughter has COVID. Oh. (sighs) So either it came in on a package or it was like at the playground. And, you know, they, they washing hands and not touching face and wearing a mask. Just the kids still came down with COVID. That's how bad it is. I do have to say, I I have Wisconsin. I I feel like I've been playing the worst game of dodgeball ever (laughs) because, you know, I'm I'm still going to all the markets for work. And, you know, Isaac and Megan are, are still going to daycare. So it's like, you know, I'm just I'm looking at the world now as almost like attack vectors. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. Because, like, this is crazy. How's the flu been this year? We're in the middle of flu season. Yes. Um, I don't know. I got my flu shot a couple of months ago. Same. 
back in September. Oh, I got mine in October. Um, God, I felt bad for Isaac. <laughs> normally he would he would do it at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Um, but the doctor's office wasn't doing that. Um, so we had to do a drive-through flu shot for him. Oh, yeah. He he was not happy when he realized what was going on. <laughs> I do have to say, though, I do kind of feel, I do have to say, I do feel kind of lucky, though, for, you know, still being able to, you know, be able to do my job. Even, you know, in the middle of all this craziness. I didn't, you know, have to, didn't have to worry about, okay, you know, I've been furloughed or I've been laid off. Yeah, I mean, so in in the grand scheme of things, 2020 has been a crappy year. Yes. In the microcosm scheme of things, it's been a sucky year, but it has not been like a terrible year. Like, what's the worst thing that happened to you, Andy Lowe, in 2020? You know, it, like, yeah, it hasn't been. Well, just actually, um, on, uh, right after Christmas, we had one of my coworkers just passed away. Okay. He was the chief operator for the Battle Creek offices and did a lot of stuff with the Coldwater offices. So I'm now going to have to, uh, Pick up that slack. Oof. Is that until they hire a replacement, or is this just, now this is yours? No, it's pretty much now this is yours. Oh. Does that come with a raise? Nope. (laughs) Here's all of this person's responsibilities, and none of the money that we set aside for their, to pay them. Pretty much, yes. That's... That's bullshit. (laughs) That's some bullshit... That, you know, we've been trying to hire <laughs> an IT person for the, because they moved me over back in March. Mm-hmm. So then, then instead of looking for an engineer, they're looking for an IT guy. And it's literally since March, they have not found one. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is just getting ridiculous. Oof. How much does it pay? <sighs> I don't know. I was... Probably around forty thousand. I'm thinking. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Nope. Yep. It's the, it's the radio uh, business. Could not, it's could not afford that. Nope. Oh. All right. Well, what what else do we got? What else can we talk about, Andy? <laughs> Outside of COVID, that I yeah. mean, that has just. COVID and politics COVID. have just sucked. Oh, yeah, there, there was an election this year. Yes. That's, that's also true. 
Several, in fact. Because we still had the primaries to finish up. Mm-hmm. Had the primaries. Okay, now this one's actually kind of neat. When did... When was Starhopper? Starhopper. Starhopper. Which was Starhopper? I think Starhopper was the short one. The short one. SpaceX Starhopper. Was that... That was just the base of um, Starship, right? Yeah. Ah, Starhopper, the 18-meter vehicle and squat steel prototype of the Mars launch system Starship. So was Starhopper in 2020? The first test? No, it was in August 2019. Oh, okay. So not not quite 2020. They didn't go from the hopper to SN8 all in 2020. Speaking of which, SN9 is on the pad. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. And like they're they're talking about like a, a first week launch. So sometime in early January, uh, watch it. And it's going to repeat SN8's flight is what I heard. Which would make sense. Because they got to fix the uh, pressure issue. The pressure. Yeah. Hopefully with a different ending. (laughs) It still was a great, you know. It was a great first try. Oh, yeah. It was an amazing first try. Right. It was it was they did a good job for their first try. Yes. Now they need to actually um, I believe the term is stick the landing. Yes. Okay, so the first free flight test of Starhopper was July 25th, 2019. So they have gone in a year and a half from a 20-meter hop to a 12.5-kilometer. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much fully functional rocket. That has just well, been crazy to watch. Fully functional may be a little extreme. Right. It it can launch, but it's not coming back down yet. They're still working on that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you said, we gotta but, stick the landing. Right. <laughs> not explode. No. What's the term? R U D? Yes. Rapid unscheduled, unscheduled disassembly. This assembly. Have you, do you watch any like specific coverage of it? Uh, of SpaceX launches? Uh, I flip between two. Backyard astronomer and Scott Manley. Uh, no, um, I do, who, uh, Round, what was this? It wasn't backyard astronomer. Everyday astro- uh everyday astronaut? Yeah. I do everyday astronaut and I do um God, who's the other group? Hold on, let me pull up my YouTube. <clears throat> let me let me pull up the tube. 
Okay, so everyday astronaut, and who's the other guy? Um, oh, uh, Overlook Horizon, I think. <clears throat> Man, I have a lot of subscribed things on YouTube here. <laughs> oh, speaking of subscribed things on YouTube, did you get a chance to look at Alex Steele? No, not yet. Okay. I have subscribed to him. You've subscribed to him, but you haven't watched any of his stuff? Yep. Okay. So it's usually the other order, but sure. Well, if I subscribe to him and then, you know, I can, you know. It'll I go pop to, up on your list. Yeah, I go to ideally. the subscriptions thing and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some of his stuff is just so interesting. He did a, um, a Forged and Fire challenge which is that he challenged himself to do a sword in three hours. Okay. He didn't quite make it. Oh, man, and everybody's got the Boston Dynamics video on here. So let's talk about Boston Dynamics and how absolutely and utterly terrifying that video is. Can we talk about that? We can. It happened this year. It literally happened 24 hours ago. Yep. I I was disappointed in one thing about the video. Okay. Which is that about halfway through, up to that point, had been a single continuous take. And the choreography worked, and it was really cool, and it was all one long shot. Yes. <laughs> and then they cut. And they started cutting to different shots that were taken at different times. Yes. And I, I wish the entire video had been just one long take. That would, there's got to be a reason why. Well, the reason why is they wanted to do things where the robots were dancing together. Yeah. And there was no easy transition from where they were to where they wanted to have them. Yeah, that's true. So they just didn't. My my favorite part in this video was it's for for a couple of seconds, but the the claw for the spot was doing yeah. the whole hand puppet, you know, mouthing the lyrics. Yeah, that was adorable. <laughs> Just that for, was a, so for like two seconds, and I'm like, wait a second. Oh, I see okay. what you did there. So, so the dog one is named Spot. I do believe the dog one is named Spot. I thought, okay, I couldn't remember. I thought it was Fido. But Spot makes just as much sense. Yes. Boston Dynamics, Spot. Yes, Spot. Transformative Mobility. Why do they have to make it look like a friggin' dog? <laughs> because people like things that look human. Yeah. What was what is that oh. called? It's like per not not personification, but um Yeah. Pick is the big one. Okay. Enhance. It, it's like parodilia or something like that. Uh, I don't think so. What is that called? 
where you can see human features and things that are not human. Let's find out. Seeing human features in inanimate objects. Pariodolia. There it is. Yeah, pariodolia. I was close. For incorrect perception of stimulus of an object, pattern, meaning, such as seeing shapes and clouds, faces and inanimate objects, or abstract patterns, or hearing hidden messages in music. Huh. Yeah, Laura and I watched it twice to to just kind of like pick apart a couple things and see what was going on in it and handle the the like vacuum one is really interesting. Oh, the one that looks like a stork. Yeah. It it it, it does evoke a very bird-like look. Yeah. It it to me it always looks like that drinking bird. Yep. They are missing a robot on their page. They're missing a robot? <laughs> alert the media, there's a robot on the loose. Yeah, no, they, they have a... There was another robot that I saw in some of their videos that isn't listed here, where they they kind of like gave up on humanoid design or any sort of natural design I was it was most close to handle, but like the knees were reverse articulated and it could like go up and down stairs on the wheels and it could jump and flip. That said, watching this stuff after playing Horizon Zero Dawn, like my instinct was to reach for a bow and arrow. <laughs> I'm watching these robots that look like animals, and I'm like, well, shit. I'm very curious. Have these, have these Boston Dynamic robots actually been with the military at all, or no? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They have to be. Because I'm, I'm looking at this picture of Big Dog. You know, it one of their first like ones. It looks like a friggin' military yeah robot right like and that was a a while ago that was 2004 yep oh it was funded by darpa but the project was shelved after the big dog was deemed too loud for combat (laughs) yeah well let's see what happens with spot now right like this teeny little dog now How much does Spot cost? Can I program it to stay next to me so that if I fall, it can get under me? Excuse me. Dev document. Shop Spot. Get started with Spot today. (laughs) There's a shopping cart. You can add spot to the shopping cart. I feel like that. Holy shit. All right, Andy. Guesses? Oh, God. All right. Let's just, 
let's do order of magnitude. Are we talking thousands, ten thousands, hundred thousands, or millions? <sighs> I was going to say a hundred thousand, but that just seems it seems wrong. Can I can I do can I do fifty thousand? Take the average, and you got it. Seventy-five thousand. It's seventy-four thousand five hundred dollars. Okay, Ugh. I I was like, it can't be ten thousand. That's way too low. And I'm like, a hundred thousand. That just seems too high. So okay, so yeah. Wow, seventy-five thousand dollars. A one thousand dollar fully refundable deposit is due <laughs> at checkout. Of course. I'm thinking, like, I'm refinancing my house. Could I roll in another $75,000? <laughs> oh, what else happened this year? Not a lot besides politics and the coronavirus. And then somehow those two things became one. Yep. That happened in 2020. We politicized, chron- not chronic, um... Contagious diseases. (laughs) We politicized science again. Again. Why? Why is it considered like leftist and liberal to trust science? Why did it become a, a crime to be smart? Well, look, there's an article in Scientific American from October. Yes, science is political. Yep. There's a Wikipedia article on the politicization of science. Yeah. Um, Okay. A study by Gordon Gotchat, who has been doing a general social survey... Since 1974, shows that trust in science with conservatives has decreased down to 38%, moderates down to 40%, and liberals actually rose up to 50%. Hmm. He um, suggests that the increase of distrust of conservatives can be attributed to two cultural shifts. The first was during the post-Reagan era when the new right emerged. I could see that. Yep. And then the second was during the George W. Bush era when the new right intensified and conservatives commenced the war on science. Yeah. If it's not in the Bible. That's not true. That's not the stance of most conservatives, but... It is a weapon that was used in this war, and it helped define the platform. George W. Bush administration said the uh, Union of Concerned Scientists submitted a petition stating, when scientific knowledge has been found to be in conflict with its political goals, the administration has often manipulated the process through which science enters the decisions. I'd say that's fair. Yep. Do you think that happens on both sides? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I certainly don't want it to. No, no. And I, I don't, like, I think about it and I'm like, no, because all the science shows that I'm right. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait just one second. And does it? Am I? Oh, shit. So, I don't know. Oh, there's a whole article that's the Trump administration political interference with science agencies. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. But again, like, did Obama's agency, like, did, did they do that too? I don't know. It's It's hard to look back, you know, beyond four years and go, what the? What it's was life four like? Four years. That's generous. <laughs> what was it's life like? It's hard to look back before this year. Yeah. That's the, one of the reasons we're doing this, like, year in recap. Because, like, what else did happen this year? What was life like before the plague, Andy? Do you remember? What am I talking about? You have two kids, and one of them was born this year. You don't have any memories from before this year. You didn't get enough sleep this year to have memories. <laughs> All right, we should probably pick up the pace. Well, we're already over an hour right now. Oh, my God. And we didn't even actually, like, go through the year. We just no. kind of meandered our way. It's you know what? That is one of the most 2020 things I think I've ever heard. It didn't go according to plan, and we just meandered our way through. Yep. I I think that's a... You know what? Let's end this on a happy note, on a good note. Andy, it has been a thrill, as always, to meet with you every week and, and talk about things that happened. I'm glad that we do this. I raise a, a uh, aluminum can to you, sir. Cheers, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Dave. <sighs> That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast. Or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>